What's up, everybody? Hey, this is uh, your boy Aubrey, and this is the first episode of uh, what? And yeah, probably gonna come up with like a different tag name. I have many names, nicknames. Uh, trying to figure out which would be appropriate for a podcast about black dude talking about anime. And you don't know how much I want to change it to a black dude talking about anime. Like, I really do. But, that still could be in the cards. This is just the first episode. You know what happens. So. Alright. So, let's give you guys a backstory. Okay, I started this podcast for the intention of reviewing Boruto episodes. Um, this was an idea I had around the time it was coming up on the last episode of Shippuden and my which is probably my top three anime um, not the whole Naruto series the original is great I love it I know people have an affinity for it that, I, that is beyond description but I'm more so and a Shippuden fan and I think that's because I think it was well thought out to a point and it was something that could have continued further than it did I just think Kishimoto got tired but that's neither here nor there um but yeah I was did this to do Boruto episodes and um then I've met some people along the way I've seen um, different creators that I look at and take things from I've seen where they've gone with you know just starting out on a single thing and it develops to something else so I'm going to start off by uh, instead of just reviewing Boruto I'm going to be doing Boruto I'm going to talk try to get as many content creators as I can um, I want to hear other people's views I like to debate and I did this because I want to debate people. I think that I'm right all the time. <laughs> and not, not that I want to put my ideas on the people, but, you know, I want to have, I want to create something that I eventually will grow into a round table of creative people um, that are able to discuss anime and art that is important to us. And maybe in the future have some type of, you know, creative control beyond just giving you guys our opinions. So, that's what this is. So, in starting with my original idea, let's talk about episode 49 of Boruto. (laughs) Which, oh my god. Okay. I am probably one of the most positive people you will meet when it come when it comes to critiquing things that I like. I love Naruto. I love Boruto. I love the story of Boruto. He's obnoxious and misguided, and not in the ways that Naruto was. Um, I think I see what they're trying to do more than most not more than anyone um, and a lot of people I think that understand what 
they're trying to do a Boruto Eternal Kage uh, from YouTube comes to mind. I definitely follow and support him. Um, Shino Ventrio, uh, no Shino. Uh, I can listen the way he talks about it, and I can just tell he's disappointed in the way that it's going. I support Shino as well. Um, but I think that is different because, all right, one thing that I know, well, not that I know that, I think um, the creators of Naruto pay attention to what the fans want. They pay attention to it more than a lot of top shonen have, or I think ever will. And I think that's a great thing and a bad thing because sometimes they make decisions too fast when the reaction is really, really explosive. Uh, when the fandom gets triggered, I think they make sweeping changes and it fucks up the way the story was going. Um, but other than that, it's good because, you know, they at least they're listening. Boruto from the bat has been changed so much from what it started. I mean, they even changed his name. His name was stupid at first. It was going to be Bolt. I don't agree with that. Um, but they listened and then they changed it. Um, I mean, I think they even went, they changed the sto- the anime style a lot too. I mean, I just think that they changed so many things. And I think that's mainly because they knew Kishimoto was taking a break. Um, we all know with the 500th episode of the anime, that was the end of Naruto Shippuden. And that Kishimoto was taking a well-deserved break. I think he was going on a honeymoon with his wife that he had been married to for like 10 years. And they're going on their first honeymoon. After, you know, if you're going on your honeymoon... Okay, maybe six months after you get married, or uh, I mean, you know, a year to ten, that means your job is doing a little bit too much. So it's a well-deserved break. Um, so I think that's why they listen to the fans the way that they do. Um, this episode, I think. Okay, it was not it's Namida Wasabi. And um Ray. And that's team fifteen led by Hanabi. Hanabi Hyuga Bay. And she I think they're the way they started the episode was so great, especially her conversation with Sai. Um we all know Sumeray is accepted back into the village with conditions. She's being surveilled surveilled, being kept quite close watch of. We don't know how much it would be good if they were to show Sai or some ambled ninja just watching her while she's in class. Even on just some of the back episodes, um, I think if they would note, there were a little bit more foresight when it comes to the planning. Now, I think that, but they, they do that well because the beginning of the episode, okay, beginning of the episode starts out, um, you see some cages being unlocked. And at first I thought it was the monkey, but then I did see the mysterious hand and the person walking out. So it was some person behind that. And this season is doing a great job of playing up the fact that every when you're on top, 
you have the most eyes on you, the most targets. Um, I mean, you know, more money, more problems. You know what I'm saying? And that's basically what Kona has now. They got money and they got the God Ninja in charge. The ninja that everybody in the ninja world knows that indi individually, even together, not, not only can they not fuck with Naruto, but Naruto and Sasuke together is a fucking problem. You know, they can, just, they can take over the world. The ninja world could be a dictatorship if they wanted it to. If Naruto thought the least bit like Sasuke, it would be a dictatorship going on right now and nobody could stop it. So, I think people see and understand that in the ninja world, and I think that's what, I think some, we see it, but they're not doing a good job of showing it. I think they don't want to show too much of the future of the conflicts and stuff like that with Kawaki and how everything is going to get there, because that's obviously going to be multiple villages. Um, it's not just going to be Konoha. Um, Kawaki is not just a Konoha problem. Um, if there's something that can take out Naruto and Konoha, that's a whole world problem. And by the looks of it, the whole ninja world is not able to deal with Kawaki. So obviously they don't want to show too much with the other villages and everything like that. But as far as going back to them watching over Sumire or... I mean, it's little things that they could give us to keep us hooked while they're going to take us on these journey of building these side characters up. And... This is a good point. Maybe we can stick with this for this episode. Maybe we can stick to the point of you guys need to understand. An anime doesn't get to legendary level, lore level in a one season in 15 episodes. You may see the potential in an anime. Um, I think one thing that we have a problem of, and I thought about this too. Hajime, Hajime no Ippo is one of my top three anime. And I wonder that if I would have seen it when it originally came out from um, episode to episode, would I still have the love for it of before I watched it, I watched Patch Wolf's video about it. And I wonder if, if I didn't know the lore and how much people loved it, before I watched it, would I still like it as much? Now, I have to think that I would because I don't think I'm a sheep, but I don't know if I would have, like, you know, I seen uh, Vinny Tube's top five Hajime no Ippo fights, and then, like, the next couple of days after that, I saw Eyepatch Wolf's little uh, video explanation of why you should watch it. And so I was hyped. I was like, oh, shit, let's go. And then... Like, I was floored away beyond my expectations. And so, um, I had so much hype going into it that I don't know if I would have liked it as much. And, okay, where I was going was talking about side characters. So, maybe, okay, here we go. Like, we have to give Boruto time. The show, not Boruto himself, but we have to give the show time to build up to the point. You know, it's only 49 episodes in. To me, they've done a great job at showing the basic, the skeleton 
of this class of Boruto, this uh, Genin class, you know, the new Inishikacho, and from Boruto to the to little kid that looks like Kakashi. I think they've built up this class the way they built up uh, Naruto's class. Now, where they're kind of falling off to me is the conflicts. And this is going to go into the explanation of this episode. Some of the conflicts seem so forced, not because they don't have anywhere to go, but because they're trying to hold so much back for later. And I'm willing to give that a chance because I understand, but I also don't want I don't want the viewership or people's reactions to affect what they do to the story because I think the story that they that Kishimoto was originally wanted to tell with Boruto, I think that that is I think that that is a story that I want to see. I want to see that original story. I want to see what he when he put pen to paper and put drew that scene with Kawaki and Boruto. I want to know what he was thinking. I want to know what he was thinking that led up to that. Um, of course, we all know. I'll send you where I sent the seventh. Um, if Naruto was really dead in that moment, and even though I just think Boruto would have been more triggered if Naruto was really dead. Oh man, I hope that they do not kill Naruto, man. Like, there's got to be the greatest explanation in the world on why Naruto would get killed, especially if Sasuke and Boruto are there with him. So, um, yeah. I, I definitely have to see. I want to know what he was thinking. What What is the event that triggered all of that destruction that happened? So, but, I mean, you know, some of the changes that have been made, of course I agree with. Um, number one, well, I'm glad that the anime is not doing what the manga is doing with, uh, You know what? Damn it! Why the fuck can I not think of uh, Sasuke's daughter? I'm gonna be so fucking pissed. Boruto, Miski, and Sarada. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Oh, anyway, it's getting angry, but. I like what they're doing with all of the characters. You know, I like how Sarada is such a mix between Sasuke and um, Sakura. And it's a beautiful mix, too. Because I'm not one of those people who thought, well, okay, Sakura is useless. I don't think she was as useless. I give her a lot more credit than other people give her. Uh, She's had some hell of a moments. I mean... The first mission of the new Team 7, when they went to the um, Sand Village, 
her and Granny Chio versus Sasori. That was an amazing fight. You know what I'm saying? That yes, she was being controlled somewhat, but she that was a lot of mental fortitude, and it would not have been able to have been pulled off without Sakura. So um, she fell off with the bullshit when, and I. I think this was Kishimoto did this on purpose to make Sakura look like such a bitch, especially her line to Naruto, like telling her that she really loved him. Like his reaction in the show was not strong enough to me. <laughs> he should have thought a saying on that, that whole like, oh man, come on, man. Like we all know that you bullshit. Why would you tell me that? So anyway. Um, I, I like the way they're building up um, the new Team 7. I just, you know, it's a lot of just inconsistency. I just, I don't know. Like I said, I, I know that Kishimoto had a vision originally, and he can't carry it out because he's taking a break. He's not overtly involved in the show, but I think that's going to change. I think it's getting to a point to where it's getting serious after they after they redo this movie arc. I think they're going to lean more towards all right, Kishimoto, we you don't have to just sit down and write the whole episode, but this is what's happening. We need at least half of this episode input from you. You know. The mean and potatoes need to come from Kishimoto and the the sides and the condiments can come from everybody else. That's all I'm saying. Um, but um, this episode, it was it was just force. It was terrible. Wasabi um, and Namida, like. I was actually a, a fan of their relationship. It was like, you know, even if they wanted to make it to, I think that they're hinting that they're actually in a relationship, which is cool to me. I think that they, that is, that is a cute couple. I thought, like, I would be totally, I'm totally down for Navidad and Wasabi, Wasabi relationship. But I know that they, you know, Opposites don't attract, that's true, but don't force it like that. Come on, man. It was... <sighs> and... Naruto does this especially well. Um, when a character thinks that they won't be accepted for something that they've done or something that's a part of their past, they always, always, always nail that the teammates see past your your uh, fears, you know, we're teammates, they're teammates for a reason, and I think that that goes to show that the teams that are put together are not just haphazardly, they're definitely um, on purpose, and so to see, um, sorry, I'm about to spark up. to see them, like, Showing that is pretty cool. Um, Sumeray, I'm not going to give any spoilers for the manga. But they're being real inconsistent. 
And they better get their shit together when it comes to Sumeray. I do not want this to be a throwaway story. Um, they need to learn from Neji. You know, there's a lot of wasted potential and shit that they had could have had with Neji. And they need to develop her. Especially if there's going to be a little love triangle thing going. And not with Namida and Wasabi. I'm not dropping no spoilers, y'all. I'm not that dude. Um, but. And this needs to be a little bit more pre-planning. Um, now let's talk about what I love about Boruto. I don't know what you guys think, but I love the fact that he's a prodigy and a problem and a beast. I love the fact that uh, people are hating on him and he has a problem with it. You know, oh, you, you Naruto, you the Hokage son. And I love the fact that he likes, fuck that, I'm Boruto. You know what I'm saying? I love that. It would have been easy uh, for them to make somebody who was just... Yeah, I want to train with my dad all the time. I want to become the greatest ninja and be the Hokage just like my dad. You know, give give us the Naruto that we always needed or the Naruto that we didn't have. But no, this is a story about, you know, a man, a young boy that's having problems, that's facing challenges and growing up and overcoming them. Um, I think that that's the basics of all shonen and, you know, um, all children, not just young boys, but young boys and girls, they look at these characters and they see themselves in that position and it helps them go through um, certain problems. There's uh, only so much, you know, it's only so much TV can do, but um, I don't believe that TV or media should raise uh, children in any form or fashion but I do think that the, the forms of media that children consume they should be able to get something from it some form of courage some form of uplifting and um, Naruto and Boruto is a great job at, does a great job at that um, the animation is good it's been crappy at times it's been terrible but I think that they're doing something new with um, the Boruto thing. I, like I said, I can see Boruto evolving so much. I think that the way Kishimoto left it open is, I think even as much as I want him to be involved in it, I think that he, as like I want to have a collection of people with ideas and create something. I think that he has a collection of people with Boruto. And I'm going to look in more into this because I do want to find out about who the creative team is, um, uh, people directing the most episodes. I think he trusts them, basically, is what I'm saying. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, that's what I think. The animation, I think, is going to continue to get better. I think you. I think we are seeing that. That's so evident. The progression has been so so great um it started with um so, uh, sasuke god in the end of sasuke god oh man that that episode was so beautiful 
and soccer shutting y'all up, man. Uh, I still, like, I can close my eyes and picture that fight scene and just, it's what a fight scene is supposed, like, it's, I was like, yes, like, they could have gave anybody that moment, but that the fact that they gave it to Sakura and the fact that she showed out in a way that was so believable, it wasn't like Sakura pulled out a, 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 a Renegon or, you know what I'm saying, one of them things like that, a Sharingan or something like that, or I don't even think she used a hundred healings. It was just Sakura. The Sakura that we've all known. And she kicked ass. And I loved that shit. I fucking loved it. So, um, but I think we saw the, the animation start to pick up from there. Um, the hit and miss art has some hits and misses. But a definite hit was Sarada versus Bhutan. Um, and the whole ending... Um, was drawn beautifully. Um, the voices. Um, I think the voices are perfect. I don't know if they're some of the same actors from um, Shippuden or not. But the voices are perfect to me. Um, I think when we, um, the Boruto movie came out. We didn't hear a lot of them talk. And I was kind of worried about that. Um, I think that's a different voice actor for Shikadai, if I'm not mistaken. But I think that it was cool. Uh, the voice acting is um, is A1. It's 10 out of 10. Um, I'm loving the intros and the endings. Um, Naruto uh, Shippuden has some of the greatest um, EPs and openings um, ever. Um, I don't think it it needs to be discussed anymore. I think it's proven. I, I don't think there are too many disagreements with that. You guys can let me know. Um, you know, um, and, you know, I'm going to create an email um, for the channel um, to get in contact with me. Um, I will use my personal email, but I get so much junk and stuff in there. I would hate to miss you guys' stuff just because, you know, I didn't want to. It's getting, you know, all my other stuff is just in there. So I'm going to create an email. But um, I want you guys to, you know, of course, like this, share comments. Um, just let me know what you think um you know like i said we're gonna get to more of the communication stuff later but the last thing i wanted to talk about was my um how i feel about anime and this is something that you know something else that i kind of led to me doing this I've started watching anime whew, I want to say 7th grade maybe 6 the first anime that I watched was Giver and uh, that Giver is about this guy this suit he found this suit 
um, and it turned him into a hero. And he was not a loser, but you know, somebody was just down on his luck. And he found he got this power, and he wanted to help other people. And that's definitely something that is a motivating factor of my life. I want to help people so much. Um, I became a pharmacy tech because I wanted to help people with their medicine. Um, I had a personal situation happen. Uh, a close family member had some a mishap with some medication, and it really messed them up. It really messed me up. It messed family up. And uh, just because some medication got mixed up, and I never, you know, I, I didn't have, to, I was young, wasn't really doing too much with medication. Um, I played football, I had a couple of injuries, so I, pain pills, whatever, but um, but after that, I took a, a, I wanted to help people, um, and anime has helped me. Anime has introduced me into people that I would never otherwise meet. We used to have this thing. We would show up early to school. Not only to get the good breakfast because I don't know. I didn't know they served breakfast in school until I started coming early to watch this anime. But get like bacon and eggs and pancakes and stuff. I was like, oh, yeah. But um, I'll never forget. It was a Dragon Ball movie. Um I want to say it was Janemba. I think that was it. Where the ball, all the ball, balls were around. But I looked around and I... I'm from Detroit. And... Um, I lived in Detroit. But I went to... South, uh, when I moved back... Um, in the 7th grade, 8th grade... I went to school in the suburbs. And... It was a transition because I was coming from living in Louisiana and Tennessee for so long. And I had that southern mentality and got broken into, you know, Detroit style, West Side life, real, real, real firm. It broke me in real. It wasn't an easy transition, let's say that. But I got to meet people who I never would have thought that would like anime. You know, a bunch of little black kids. Not only waking up extra early, at least being in school an hour early, just to watch cartoons. And we wasn't talking during it. Our, our, a full, when you watch subbed anime, your full attention has to be on this. And I had this conversation with my girl all the time. Uh, we start, we watching Violet Evergarden together. And she was like, I can't, I like it. It's a good show, but. I can't talk on the phone or text or do anything. I'm like, I know. That's the point of anime. Because to me, when you watch anime, you're watching everything. Um, the animators are the MVPs of every animated people who draw. It takes so many man hours to put that together. The voice actors, they have to respect the the process that the animators went through so they put so much emotion into the, their lines and I think I had this conversation with my uh, my friend Aries he's going to be on he's a content creator I'm going to have him on um, a show coming up but he watches dub too but I just got him into watching uh, Super Sub 
and he agreed with me with in this point where the voice acting is sub is phenomenal. It's it changes the game. So um man, I've been talking to you guys for a while, man. Um you gonna hear from me. I'm gonna make this a weekly thing. Um um, but yeah, Anime Helps has helped me a lot to introduce me to different people, introduce me to different aspects of life. It forced me to pay attention to different details, not just in cartoons, but in, in life. If you take that approach in life, if you pay attention to everything and look at it deeper, look at the whole picture, you know, you know, look at, you know, when you look at a scene, look at everything in the scene. You look at, you're walking down the street. Don't just look at the cars coming by. Look at where the, the street that the cars are driving on. Look at the skyline behind the cars. Look at the sky above the skyline. Take in the whole day. You know, if you do that at least once or twice a day, man, I, get, I guarantee you that not only will you appreciate the, the world that you're in, but the people that you're in this world with. And um, you got to stay positive, man. Uh, this has been the first episode of uh what and this is your boy Aubrey signing off hope to hear from you guys again catch me next week